one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering subreddits for salt. This is The Howling Salt Mine. It's The Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Howling Salt Mine podcast, the podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community, find the saltiest stories, the salty posts that we love, those salty confessionals that you guys have, put them in our mind cart and bring them back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Tony. Say hey, Tony. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Beep, 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 <laughs> As you could probably tell, Mike isn't here. Yeah, fuck that guy. Because I'm stupid and uh, booked a bunch of stuff wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, we can do this extra thing on Thursday and it'll be fine. And then I was like, fuck, we have to do a Patreon episode and it needs to be all three of us. Tony, can you do an episode with me on Wednesday when Mike's playing D&D? Uh, (laughs) What we really said is we looked deep in our souls and we're like, what do the people want? And we're like, they want and need another Sam Tony app. Yeah, we're kind of overdue. off the hinges is just better than on. <laughs> yeah. When a door is off the hinges, it always stays open. And when God closes a door, he just takes it off the hinges sometimes. Nice. You know that turn of phrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, man. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm 10 years late, but... Suits is on Netflix. Did you watch Suits? No. You're fucking trash. I was really hoping. Next topic. <laughs> to the next topic now. I was so much hoping <laughs> they would have watched it, but it's Suits? just it's like, so it's like this show about lawyers, basically. Oh. It, it's it, you're set in New York City and like you know uh, some fucking firm where there's partners and associates and shit. And if like, it's not Law and Order SVU. I don't even give a shit. Dude, it's like Law and Order, but worse. And then they start to break away from the Law and Order vibe, and it gets infinitely worse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna watch it now. That sounds terrible. Honestly, the first like two seasons are good, and like you can just end it there, and it's like fine. But it, it yeah, it's not Law and Order. I feel like that's it gave me those vibes slightly at first because it, it would go through like a case and like you're like solving the case as it goes. It's like, it's like big shot dipshit attorney who's like, you know, secretly a sweet guy. Hmm. Uh, but the the whole premise is, is that he takes on an associate who's like this like drug dealer kid that has like a photographic memory. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> my, my superpowers and my dark past will help me solve crime. Yeah, like literally, dude. <laughs> Dude, Meghan Markle's in this shit. I'm, I'm yeah, I am just before she became a princess. Wow, that's although she, or, she's like crazy. not a princess, I guess. Right? She's a duchess, dude. Uh, get it right or go. Oh, what the fuck ever. I thought they like denounced jail. the, the she's whatever. The duchess of Sussex. Mm. But anyway, there's lots of very attractive people in this show, except for one guy who's kind of like a loser and they're really mean to, and it makes me sad because I feel bad for him. But he kind of <laughs> does it to himself the whole time. <laughs> But everybody else is just like beautiful and you're kind of like, oh, okay. But anyway, I feel like it's kind of like me and you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like really beautiful. I wish you weren't the ugly one, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've messaged a couple of friends that are lawyers and I'm like, this is what your life is like, right? Like this must be it. 
I can't wait for the day that they have like an engineering like show. Like when it's oh, like dude. a bunch of nerds just like it would dude, have to be like that's, uh, big, that's fucking Big Bang Theory, man. And it sucks. Uh, that show I guess. fucking sucks. I never watched it. Yeah, it's terrible because I lived it. I didn't need to watch someone be like, <laughs> ooh, Star Wars Bazinga. It's like motherfucker. <laughs> First of all, Star Wars is so mainstream now. I don't even know if you can be like, I'm a nerd. I like Star Wars. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, calm down. The real nerds are differentiated when they get into, like, the lore of the planets and shit. And <laughs> you're like, yeah, okay, exactly. set, calm down. I get it. Like, you're, you're next to your... Yeah, come at me when you wanna when you want to talk about the ceremonial claws that Wookiees have and why yeah. they don't use them. <laughs> Fucking come at me! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> dude so so i not to completely change the subject but i am so i uh because suits fucking sucks fucking cancel that show <laughs> um, <laughs> so do you have like a dedicated water bottle that you drink out of? yes so i do too i used to be like a nalgene guy right and then you know like bpas and stuff like that like the plastic isn't very good for you as tony drinks out of a nalgene um <laughs> so now i have like a stainless steel bottle and it's dope like it's super insulated what what fucking brand is this shit oh i don't even know what that is sm oh simple modern it's pretty good hashtag sponsored and it's very insulated like the ice doesn't melt like it's great keeps my drinks cold love it i drink a shit ton of water every day but unlike an algae you know it's stainless steel it's opaque i can't see what's inside Mm. So I just cleaned it and I'm like, I'm like getting pretty good at like cleaning it on the reg. Cause sometimes you leave your water bottle and it gets nasty. If you don't clean it, <laughs> yeah. long, right. We all know. We all, we all know. know. We all know. So, so it, I was cleaning it out and there's some like funk in there and I was like, Ooh, God, uh, like I really need to clean this. And, <laughs> uh, like I popped out the straw, like the top little plastic flippy up thing for like the first time. And was like, Whoa, there's some shit under here. Yeah. This is pretty bad. Do you only ever put water in it? I pretty much only put water in it. Sometimes I put like liquid IV in it, oh. which does have like sugar in it, which could like grow some nasties. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel worse because I like only put water in it and it still gets that nasty. Dude, it's just like, <laughs> it just happens, man. It's just no, like I microbes know. in the air and like, you know, like wash back from your mouth and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm, tasty. So it reminded me of this thing that happened a few months ago. Uh, if you'll indulge me, Caroline and I are just like doing our thing and I start to get like sick and I'm like, man, I think I got fucking COVID again. And I'm like, got like a fever, like I'm feeling feverish. I'm like not feeling well. And it's going on for like days and I'm testing myself every day for COVID. And we had like something coming up, like some event and I forget. And I was like, fuck, like I'm not going to be able to make it. Like I have COVID, like this fucking sucks. And I'm, I'm like testing myself every day and we have like an upstairs guest room and I start sleeping up there because I don't want to get Caroline sick Hmm. and like really kind of taking it, you know, like as if I had COVID. Right. Yeah. So then finally, like we, we go away for a few days and I happen to forget my water bottle and I come home and I'm like, I feel great. Like after those few days, like (laughs) I was like, Oh, I feel like totally fine again. That's really weird. So I go to fill up my water bottle because I'm home again and I pull it out and usually I just like pop the top and move it to the side and fill it up. Sometimes yeah. I take it all the way out and I like, you know, uh, see the straw. So I take it all the way out and like the bottom, like two inches of the straw 
is just black. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and I, it turns out I had been like poisoning myself with yeah. like mold for oh, like dude. a week, and and because I thought I was sick, I was like, oh, I gotta hydrate even more, yeah. and I was just like <laughs> chugging, chugging water. <laughs> Oh man, oh, never man. felt so stupid in my life. I was like, yeah. God damn it. I just fucking poisoned myself for a week and was like, oh, I feel kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've ever let it go that far. <laughs> it was it was pretty embarrassing, dude. It was pretty bad. Caroline was laughing at me a lot and still brings it up deservedly. The barrier for me with those, as opposed to like the Nalgene that I have, is kind of the straw. Like, I feel like yeah. a lot of those now have straws and I'm just not a straw guy. Like, I really don't like straws. I can't. And it's not like a great reason. It's not like anything that's like <laughs> super valid or anything. It's just like, I'm just not a straw guy. Like, don't like, I don't like drinking shit through straws. Unless it's that. like alcoholic or fruity or both. Iced coffee's got to be through a straw for me. If I drank coffee, perhaps. You don't drink coffee? Nah, bro. How did I not know this about you? I feel like you did know this. What do you drink in the morning? life you just wake up and you're no we fucking know this and <laughs> the patrons know this too that you wake up and you're like a zombie for like two hours just fucking drink some coffee Factual. dude. you wake up and be like chipper you take a huge dump and you'd feel great <laughs> i've just yeah coffee's never never started it never started it well i used to instead of coffee i used to be all about energy drinks man mm. i would drink like a like an energy drink first thing in the morning my god I would drink like two, sometimes three a day, which is kind of horrible. I had a, a Red Bull vodka at like a bar. And that was the first time I'd ever seen someone like pour a Red Bull out of the can. <laughs> and I was like, God, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I didn't order it. Somebody ordered it for me. But like, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with a vodka Red Bull, dude. Those are good. Uh, it was not, not great. When I was in France, we went to this bar and I wasn't like much of a drinker at the time. I was like 18 or 19 or something. And um, they had a Red Bull drink, but I, I was still like cranking energy drinks all the time. Fucking love them. And they had a Red Bull Just drink. Cranking energy drinks. <laughs> cranking it like, like fucking Jason Statham in the movie Crank, where he's just stoked all the time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> good, good reference good thanks idea. dude thanks man and so they have this drink and it's champagne and red bull mixed together mm. and they call it shabul <laughs> so i order it and i'm like this is awesome and i like drink a couple shabuls and i'm feeling fucking great and then you know I, of course i bring it back with me to the states and when my friends would come over at college, we would get like a shitty bottle of Andre, you know, fake champagne stuff. Yeah. And like a big 20 ounce of Red Bull. And we just drink Shabulls all night. <laughs> it was like the worst hangover of your life because just all sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yo, somebody, somebody get a refill. I need another Shabul. <laughs> yeah. You're just like wired as fuck. But it was fun, man. Shabulls. When, when you're feeling fancy, but you also need that pick me up, reach for a Shabul. That's the ad. That's the that yeah, I no, I, I got that. I was definitely trying to think of how that's related to salt so that I could be like, you know what else is salt inducing? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Mike. I know. Mike's not here for a smooth transition. Let's just transition now. Oh, that was my transition. Wow. Like... We're here. We're in the salt <laughs> mine now. 
we've moved out of the the preamble uh atrium to the mine and now we're in the salt mine proper yeah, wow. we've entered we've look entered at us it. go we're here we're doing it <laughs> but sam <laughs> what's salt great question tony thanks i know <laughs> so humble dude <laughs> <laughs> salt is frustration in the game and that can range from the small grains to the full shakers as we like to say uh you know those small pieces of salt might be you play your commander goes to the next person's turn get a little swords to plowshare action yeah it got removed that's a bit salt inducing maybe not crazy big salt might be somebody pub stomping you at an lgs or like just being a jerk or maybe they are a stinky armpit person and the vibe is just bad (laughs) the vibe is just not good and you know, it's kind of like that. ruining your time off and like ruining ruining that afternoon you're going to spend gaming with your friends. That can be big salt, really big salt. Full shaker salt is when people are swearing, saying they can't be friends with someone anymore. I can't play with you ever again. Throwing decks. Uh, it does happen, folks. Not to us, thankfully, but we, we've never been that salty. Um, I think the saltiest we ever get is like a, a scoop or kind of cursing each other out, but... You know, one of these days, one of these days we're due for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be Nick. I think Nick will crack first. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's salt. And we talk about it so that we can be armed with knowledge when we go into our next game. We can learn from it. Exactly. We we're here to really learn guys. Uh, If the last 15 minutes of fucking rambling hasn't taught you anything, (laughs) <laughs> then you're doing it wrong because we're here to learn. Yeah. You should know, clean your water bottle, drink coffee <laughs> in the morning to have a good poop, mm. and uh, jam shabuls with your boys. Jam shabuls with your boys. <laughs> and just like that, it made the episode title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, shabuls, yeah, shabuls, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, well... You want to delve on in there? You want to fucking lay one on me? I would love to lay one on you, Tony. Mm, I know you would, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this first post comes to us from Reddit. And this comes to us from Fakehurst93 Corvold. Mm. If you see Fakehurst93 Corvold, give them an upvote. You know the drill. Spread that. Goodwill. Been a while since I said that, man. It has. You just don't get as many Reddit stories, you know what I mean? Are you suggesting that the internet is drying up of salt? No, certainly not. Uh, There's a lot there. It's just we get so many from like (laughs) Patreon and Gmail that sometimes I'm like, eh, don't really need to go to Reddit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of one of those rhetorical questions, but yeah, we'll go with that full answer you just provided. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whoops. Uh, And the post is titled, Making enemies and two mana player removal. And this goes. Hi, guys. I'm a fan of the channel. So to preface this story, Misty... We're not a channel. We're a fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Tony, you say you like reference (laughs) chat all the time and like Twitch stuff. And we're not even... That's why you guys fucking yell at me. If we can't be a stream, then we can't be a fucking channel either. (laughs) We're so much closer to a channel than a stream. Like... Don't fucking at me right now. Everybody in the Discord <laughs> at me if we are more of a 
channel than we are a stream. You're not even going to answer those ads. You're not Somebody even going to answer me. Them. I definitely will. You still don't. We, we own need a the poll Switch. happening. You still don't have a Nintendo Switch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me continue. So to preface this story, Mr. Salty Player, who we will call Jay, has a reputation for downplaying his decks and tries to pub stomp with CDH decks like Slicer. Dude, don't fucking do that. Mm. <laughs> don't fucking do that, man. We don't know anybody who would do that. Yeah, right. Who would ever build a Slicer deck? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. We played against it like twice. During the competitive game, Jay got a turn one Slicer, as you do, and proceeded to beat on everyone for most of the game, but was unable to close it out and win, leaving a bad taste in his and the other players' mouths, while I barely squeezed out the win. Moving on to the next game, Jay says he will play a more fun deck with his Ivy Spell Thief deck, to which point I was very skeptical. Player A decides to play his Ovika deck, known as Ovika from now on, Okay, while player B plays Scry and Fly Partners. And I play Duke Older Raven Guard. Game proceeds with Jay ramping turn two and getting Sylvan Library turn three. I play Lauren of the Third Path to blow it up so he couldn't get any extra draws early on. Ovika plays an artifact making all spells cost one less and Scry and Fly decides to choose me for Factor Fiction. I see Archetype of Imagination, two lands, and two other cards. Just because I'm a red player who wants to see what he can do with it, I put all five cards into one pile, <laughs> which aggravates Jay. That's such a fucking red player thing. Yeah, too. Chaos, dude. <laughs> such chaos. Jay then plays a scoot swarm and gets an insect through land drop. The game goes on with Jay getting hit by flyers and archetype of imagination out. I get out and protect Duke Alder Ravenguard and use my terror of the peaks to remove some of the flyers. Terror of the peaks gets put in a moon classic Ovika counters spells. Jay then tries to use a spell to copy his one Scoot Swarm, which Ovika ends up countering. Jay throws a fit, saying he has been targeted all game and that he isn't the threat, while Ovika simply says, you don't need a second Scoot Swarm. Jay then saltily scoops and says, bye guys, and storms off. It was nice to see a two-mana counterspell turn into player removal. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. There's a bunch of cards in there that I don't know what the fuck they did, but I do know. I do know that salt. <laughs> I do know. Like, <laughs> you cause two mana to get somebody to fucking leave the game. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how much we need to like read some of these cards and some of these commanders. Like Ovika is that new one. Mike's been playing it. It's a new is it commander. It's got like a ward three and pay three life. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you create x11 phyrexian goblin tokens yeah um and then they get haste so it's just like big spells and you kind of flood the table um honestly the scry and fly deck sounds a lot like the secret santa deck that nick got mm. from mike yeah that was i think elegeth and one of the other blue partners and it turns yeah, out you're trying to draw yeah, yeah yeah the two blue partners you know, everyone knows what a Sylvan Library does. We know fact or fiction. Archetype of Imagination gives all your creatures flying and, and opponent's creatures can't have flying. The details don't matter too much. <laughs> the main detail there that matters to me is also the fucking fact or fiction where you put all the cards <laughs> yeah. in one pile. I'm not in the game, so I laugh and I think it's great. 
But if I was in the game, I probably would be mad. I would oh, probably I would be, be I, would, I would be like, what the fuck? Like, are you just going to give them fucking free value? Let me read Factor Fiction. I feel like a lot of players know this. It comes in pre-cons. It's a pretty classic uh, magic card, pretty classic commander card. But it is a blue instant, costs three and one blue. It says, reveal the top five cards of your library. An opponent separates those cards into two piles, put one into your hand and the other into your graveyard. So typically, there's an opportunity to... Uh, you know, separate a couple threatening cards and have your opponent have a challenging decision to make. But I guess if you really want that chaos play, you just put all five into <laughs> a pile. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's the interesting thing is like with that style of card, there's a few different cards in Magic that do that. And and I think there are a bunch of people that don't even realize you can choose to put nothing in a pile. Yeah. Like you can choose to put everything in one pile and then just like, boom. I mean, it never seems like a good play. I've done it before as a spite play where I'm like, man, yeah. <laughs> like it's the end of a game and I'll be like, all right, fuck you. Like, guess what? Your factor fiction, you just drew five. Like, here you go. <laughs> just to fuck somebody else over. Like, <laughs> It's an interesting one. I, I think I also want to read Scoot Swarm because we haven't talked about Scoot Swarm yet. The card that broke arena. Yeah, it really it really did. So Scoot Swarm, this is a classic. I think this is from Zendikar Rising. And it's really just become a mainstay staple in any deck with Landfall. If you're not playing this in a Landfall deck, you are doing it wrong. It costs two and a green. It's a creature insect, and it's a 1-1. One, one. And it says, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, create a 1-1 one, one green insect creature token. If you control six or more lands... Create a token that's a copy of Scoot Swarm instead. So generally how this plays out is you drop down your Scoot Swarm, you ramp a bunch, you make a handful of 1-1 insects, and then you hit that magic number of six lands. Very, very achievable for a landfall deck. Let me tell you, it happens early. Usually like turn four, sometimes turn three, you're hitting six lands. And then every time a land comes in, you get a copy of Scoot Swarm. So it's one of those like exponential token generators where like Scoot Swarm comes down and now you have two Scoot Swarms and each of those, when the next land comes in, are going to make two new Scoot Swarms. So now you have four and then you have eight and then 16 and it's the fucking Fibonacci number or whatever. When I said it broke arena, I, I like mean it like I remember at the time that this first came out. You could build because also like mutate was a mechanic around the time. Yeah, uh, I think it had come up like before mutate or sorry, after mutate, maybe. I think it was. I think that was, I think Ikoria was earlier that year. You could like mutate onto creatures that then like when they entered the battlefield would get you to a land and like yep. all of a sudden you're making like creature tokens that are making lands that are making more. So like it actually crashed arena. <laughs> like yeah. people were making like, I don't know if it was like hundreds of thousands of tokens or like tens of thousands of tokens, but you could make like so much that arena crashed. It like couldn't handle what was happening and you technically lost because you would time out, but like you won because you fucking broke arena. <laughs> like, and it was like kind of sick. Like, I definitely watched a lot of that happen because we'd be like all of a sudden it just gets so out of control. It so really incredibly does. fast really because like if you have, four or five of them and then like a land comes in and then you're making like an additional four or five like it just like snowballs so 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 fucking fast and it's kind of hilarious <laughs> yeah i i see scoot swarm as a kill on site card like do not let that card live um even the other day nick just rebuilt his lord wind grace landfall deck and it's fucking spicy he built it for high power 
and it it crushes. And he got out a scoot swarm and it was like one rotation around the table. And I was like, you know what? I got the extra white mana. Let me swords to plowshares that thing and get it out of there, which yeah. was good because on the literally the next turn, Nick ramped up to six lands and it was like, well, yeah, that would have done yeah. it. But <laughs> would have been off to the races at that point. Yeah, for sure. Which is in part like it it is slow at first is kind of the problem. Like you can't play it if it's not already doing the thing yeah. because it draws that much attention, right? And so like I get how like the desire to have another token of it to speed that up a little bit was like something that was infuriating because it just felt like so many other things went wrong for this player like throughout the game and then they just fucking scooped. Yeah. But like you can't, it's the type of effect that as soon as you play it down on the table, you should be getting the value. You shouldn't need to fucking like copy it. Like it literally says copy it on itself, right? For this like specific instance. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably just trying to like get to that point yeah. to, to hit that threshold a little bit faster. I will say I don't have a lot of like compassion for this salty player because like like let's jump back to the preface with the story, right? So this is a player that has a reputation for pub stomping with CDH decks and like these highly, highly tuned decks. So, you know, they're coming in in game one with a slicer deck and just fucking crushing people, leaving a bad taste in everybody's mouth, except for our uh, OP here, Fakers Corvold, who just barely eked out the win. So like this person's coming into the game already with this reputation of playing overpowered shit, needing to be targeted a lot to keep them in check is basically the subtext there, right? Mm. Then they go to the second game and they're like, oh, I'm going to play this really simple deck. It's not broken. It's way more fun. Um, Ivy, Spell Thief, which is a very powerful commander. I can read that one really quick. So Ivy, Gleeful Spell Thief is a Simic commander. Costs one green and one blue. It's a 2-1 fairy rogue legendary creature. It is flying. And then this is the fun part. It says whenever a player casts a spell that targets only a single creature other than Ivy Gleeful Spell Thief, you may copy that spell. The copy targets Ivy. So it's it's generally played as one of these things where you're pumping, you're like doubling auras by putting an aura on another creature you have, and then Ivy gets a free copy. Um, you can also kind of steal auras from your opponents or steal like value from your opponents depending on what they're playing on their creatures. So it's this kind of interesting thing, but generally built pretty powerfully. Did you say that's three mana? Two. Uh, it's it's two one mana. Fucking Dude, Christ. Yeah, two for fucking two, Simic. Two, two, one. Fucking blue green degenerate Insane. people. <laughs> Insane. I feel like I have desired to build uh, like a degenerate like Simic deck before. Yeah. And every time I started to do it, I was like, there's almost too many to fucking pick. Like, I don't <laughs> even know how to like where to start because like literally fucking any of them is. And they're all like two goddamn mana. Like, fuck Simic. I would much rather play something interesting. Simic plus another color. Like, I think Bant or Teamer is like way more interesting than just pure Simic. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you get all the power and then you can add like a little bit of other spice from the other things. Yeah, well, I think it it adds some like diversity to it. Like, I was yeah, looking no, at my Rafik deck the other day and I only have one. There's the mention, folks. He it, did it. It's so weird. It's been a little bit. It's but... so long. <laughs> but but I only have like one, maybe two, like true Simic cards in it. Everything else is mostly Selesnia or Azorius. Mm. Anywho, but this person's playing this this powerful Simic deck. Gets a turn two Sylvan Library. Like, come on. I mean, 
That's not powerful, Sam. You have to pay life for those cards. <laughs> there are some people who would argue that. But <laughs> like I I understand that they feel targeted, but at the same time, if you have that reputation, like what do you expect? You know, you yeah. have to you it's very hard to like dismantle that type of reputation once you have it. You know what I mean? Especially if you're yeah. purposefully pub stomping. Like we've had times where some of us have like accidentally slipped into that reputation where it's like Tony wins all the time. Sam wins all the time. Their decks are always good. Like we have do to they beat have, those guys. Do they ever say that about you, Sam? I don't. I don't. I don't really recall ever saying or hearing that about you. But fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike can add us in the uh, in the Discord when he hears this. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're definitely not saying about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I know. I meant he can add us if if it's correct that it's ever oh, said yeah. about you. <laughs> I will delete that message. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I guess my point is when you have this kind of reputation, you just have to live with it, man. Or you have to like go through the effort of trying to dismantle it. You know what I mean? Like you have to come to the table and be like, guys, I know I've been playing super powerful shit. I'm trying to change my ways. I'm bringing some like (laughs) mid tier shit and do that for a while. You know, like you need to yeah. recalibrate how your playgroup sees you when you're in that that moment. That or do something like really drastic, right? Like it has you have to be like, oh, I have like this chair deck where every yeah. <laughs> every art has like a chair in it. Like, you know, but don't yeah. be a dick about it and then make like a like morophon, like super OP broken thing, because it's like all these legendary creatures. Like you gotta exactly old art like like you yeah. gotta do something crazy that people are like what the fuck is this yeah like you need to like correct course and do it pretty yeah. hard to overcome that shit as far as like their scooping i mean whatever i think they were just having a weird night and throwing a fit man i just think yeah. it was pure salt for sure it doesn't feel justified to me well i guess i was gonna say what's your salt rating but you kind of jumped jumped the shark there a little bit that's not what that means. It's not what that means at all, Tony. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what it means. Let the fans interpret it as they will. <laughs> you think when Fonzie Fonzarelli jumped that shark with his skis behind a motorboat, you think that's what he was doing? He was just like getting ahead in line? Yeah. You know nothing about Happy Days. <laughs> no, I don't. I do know that there was a musical made of Happy Days, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut his mic. <laughs> um, well, Tony, thank you for asking. My salty rating of this is, you know, I, I'd say this is mid-salt, maybe like a three-quarter shaker, maybe just a little bit over half, 60% shaker. This is unjustified to me. Um, I don't think this person was really targeted. It just sounds like they're kind of a sore loser. And maybe based on how they play, based on how they pub stomp, I'm kind of reaching here, but it seems like they're the kind of person that feels like they deserve to win and deserve Mm -hmm. to like not be interacted with. You know what I mean? Like I get that vibe. What what do you think about this one, man? Um, It feels kind of like they went and ordered a soft salt pretzel, right? Like they were at the Blue Claws game and just fucking went and ordered one. And then when they took a bite, they were like, why there's salt on this and you're like yeah you got the fucking salty pretzel like what what do you expect like they're like doing these things that 
they should know like yeah. if, you, if you can play that power level like you know that these things are powerful and that they're going to draw hate like don't don't try and pretend like the stuff isn't good you know yeah it, don't yeah, do what exactly. sam does when he's in a game and it's just like oh my shit plays perfectly not. and wins <laughs> uh, this episode's so chaotic already like without mike here we're just like two little goblins <laughs> yeah <laughs> little salt gremlins just like you know <laughs> give us another yeah let's do it let's move on to another one thanks again fake hearse corvold let's tuck into patreon Ooh. And see what we got here. Let's nestle in there. Like we got that. one from our buddy Accidental TPK. Hey, this dude sees a lot of salt, and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and this post is titled "Judge Call for Trample: A Salty Misunderstanding." Judge. <laughs> and the story goes: the judge call for op agent in episode forty reminded me of this story. That's an old, old one. This yeah, one's been, no, this no, one's your been in the queue too. for a bit. <laughs> I'm going to go back and check that it was actually 40. If it wasn't, I'm gonna fuck you oh, up, TPK. Who knows, man? Um, and it continues. At an LGS with a buddy of mine, we got in a pod with two randos in the store. We talked power level and pulled out our decks. One of the randos pulled out an upgraded Otrini, the ever playful precon, still mutate themed, and tells us that this is his first time at an LGS. But he isn't new to the game because he plays it with his younger siblings at home. We play the game and it was a turtley one. We all just kind of doing our own thing and not swinging. The Otrimi player puts four plus one plus one counters on Otrimi and decided that he was going to end the turtle play and swings at my buddy. He has five two two humans on the battlefield and blocks Otrimi. The Otrimi player grins and says, sounds good. You die to commander damage then. We all ask how he kills my buddy. He proudly walks us through his lethal play. My commander deals two damage to the first human, and it deals two damage to my commander. Then my commander has trample, so it deals eight damage to you, and that happens for each human. So you take 40 commander damage. We kindly that's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's literally just not even like it's sort so of not close. Sensical. Like, were they trolling? Like <laughs> uh we kindly explained to him that that is not how trample works, and he deals no damage to my buddy, and Otrimi dies, but offer him the opportunity to walk it back if he wants to. He insists that this is how trample works, and that he would never have built this commander if trample was that weak. This goes back and forth a few more times, and it gets clear that we're going to have to call for a judge. The judge tells him calmly that Trample wouldn't save his commander. A dreamy player pouts for the rest of the game and leaves after the game. I've never seen him at that LGS ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. Yeah, my 10-10's coming in. You got five two twos. I do two to each of them. Eight goes over each one, and you take 40 commander damage. Yeah, like... <laughs> like the... <laughs> The math is so wrong. <laughs> like, I just don't even know. I think damage gets multiplied the more times you block. Like if you just single blocked, you'd only take eight. <laughs> I'm actually like flabbergasted. And this person somehow came to the conclusion that this is how this works. And yeah. that they built the deck and must have played it with somebody else. Yeah, that's shocking, man. That well, well, they said that they played it with younger siblings. 
So they're lying to their siblings too. That's sad. Well, I think it's like, you know, maybe it's one of those things where they have the rule wrong. And because they're oldest, the younger siblings are like, well, clearly our older brother would know the rules here, you know? But like, maybe I missed something, but I guess I just assumed this person was older, not like like a nine-year-old that like, then I would excuse it, you know? <laughs> like, Penning up, like, nah, bro. Like, you should know how that shit works. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just so funny to me when there's like a rules misinterpretation and somebody like carries that forward so far. Yeah. I can't remember if I told the story on the main feed or if this is on a Patreon episode, but I think at one point I talked about this game I had in college uh, and I'll just cover it briefly since I may have talked about it before, but I was getting together and I was playing with somebody who's in our acapella group um, who, you know, Tony. Bella, sad, me. <laughs> Well, fucking go act throwback for you right yeah, there. I hope you yeah, appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he is playing a Gus Cloak Sentinel deck. It's all about like Gus Cloaks. And there's like six different creatures with this Gus Cloak thing in their name. They're all like, you know, soldiers. Or there's one knight. And um, they all have this ability that says whenever Gus Cloak Sentinel or Gus Cloak whatever becomes blocked, you may untap it and remove it from combat. So I'm playing a game with this dude and we're playing like a three-way game with him and my roommate, Andre, just like 60 card jank. And he's playing this deck and he's like, he, he first, he tells us that he's mostly only played at summer camp, which is like the first red flag. Right. And then we start playing and he like attacks me with the Gus cloak Sentinel. I block and he's like, all right, I'm untapping it and removing it from combat because you blocked it per the Gus cloak Sentinel rules. And we're like, yep, we're, we we're following with you. He's like, and then I declare it as an attacker again. And since your creature is already blocked, it can't block anymore. And now the attack gets through. I'm like, this is not fucking how it works. (laughs) And he's like, this is how we play at the summer camp. And I'm like, well, that's wrong, dude. They taught you wrong. (laughs) And and he said this exact same thing that this salty player said. He said, well, why did I build this deck then? Yeah. And I was like, I don't don't know, man. You built a bad deck around incorrect rules. (laughs) I feel like it's because that's like the feel bad that you're like, you're kind of realizing in that moment, you're like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're just like, so was stunned. I an idiot when I like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. an idiot, but yeah. I built the deck like this. You just so like, am I an idiot? It. You're like, <laughs> but, but, but wait, but I'm, is it me? Am I dumb? Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Oh my God. Uh, I love that. I just love how, how this player grinned and was like, you data commander damage then. It's like, yeah. oh my God, dude. He's like, nice. <laughs> like, I just, there's so many resources now though. Like, like yeah. how do you not get that this is how that works? On most creatures, there's a trample reminder text. Yeah. Like, I just. Does Otrimi have that? Now I need to check. Otrimi's got a lot of fucking text on it. Yeah, because Otrimi has mutate. It doesn't have trample reminder text. I mean, not that that's like an excuse here. Yeah, but so they're not still. a complete idiot, but you know, like. Yeah, but still, man, that's like shocking. Damn. Like if, you, yeah. if trample really worked that way, magic would be such a different game. No one would ever double block. People would have like trample instance it would be a, a bad game it's not even worth like going yeah into, like what it, like, it would be like, it would be so imbalanced trample yeah. would be trample creatures would be like a two two trampler for 10 
or something. Yeah. You know, like it would need to be balanced in such a different way. We've all been there. We've all had rules that we didn't understand and thought they like worked one way or another. It never feels good yeah. when you realize that you're kind of the idiot. But <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's all you, you can like do, learn man. and then you just keep playing because you're like, oh, it's a great game. Like I can keep doing stuff and like now I will do it correctly moving forward. <laughs> Maybe I need to rebuild this deck. Now, if I built a bling deck and it was based around the incorrect like mechanics, then I would be fucking mad. Yeah. Uh, because then I'd be like, okay, now I'm an idiot and I spent a bunch of money. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like a magic idiot and a real life idiot too. Like at that point. Like that's what happens there. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this person didn't like dump a bunch of cash on this deck. <laughs> I think they said that it's mostly an upgraded pre-con. So hey, that's that's fine. Safe space. It's probably still a pretty decent deck. You just got to play it differently. Yeah. Be like, haha, I got you now. Just got to play it correctly now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't don't play it where your awesome one trick pony of Otrimi just like gets fucking killed by five yeah. tutus. There's probably also that moment where they're like, God, I got to go back to my siblings and tell them they were fucking right. Yeah, Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to change the dynamic at home. <laughs> what do you think about this art rating here on this one? Ah, uh, this is just a little salt packet for me. I mean, I, I can see this. It almost being feels like salty. sugar to me. I almost feel happy now. <laughs> it, it's a very funny story and it's entertaining. Like I definitely dig it. But you know, it's not huge salt. It's just kind of I don't know. This, this shit happens, man. I, I think it's yeah. a really funny moment, and I'm glad that accidental TPK captured it for us. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And that judge must have felt so just like. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be able to hold my composure as that judge. I'd be yeah, like, you think right? it does what? I'm like, you should just leave. Like, yeah. are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> Give me Go your deck like, and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your deck and leave. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. Uh, we all start somewhere, huh? Mm, true. True. Well, how about another one, Tony? Yes, please, sir. Please, sir. I won't shamoe. Let's hit this third one. This last one comes just from Gmail. And the email was titled Salty Testimonial. Hmm. And it goes, Gents. Wow. We're gents. I mean, some of us are. (laughs) Yeah, none of us. Literally none of us are. (laughs) Maybe like Pat and Nick, but not the three of us. We were just talking about how we're like gremlins tonight. <laughs> <laughs> gremlins could be gents. They could have like little tuxes little and suits. shit. Yeah. yeah. Suits like that show you love to watch. Bringing it back. That's going to be the episode title now too. <laughs> Certainly not. It's going to be suits, idiot, and what was the other thing? Shambul. Shambul. <laughs> uh, whatever. Same Same thing. <laughs> So the story goes, gents, greetings from the Midwest. At my friendly local gaming store for Commander Night, I was sitting with three friends and one of my friends leaves for the night. So we pick up a random. As a kind of Midwesterner, we welcome the rando and begin the rule zero conversation. He says that he has four casual decks, one, an Edgar Markov legendary vampire deck, and three others that he doesn't want to reveal the commander. 
Good start. Good start. That was all written in caps. <laughs> I immediately then you should have screamed it when you said it. <laughs> I'm also I have to edit this thing, man. Like, give me a break, man. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately get salty over this self-righteous bullshit of Ooh. insert whiny bitch voice here. <laughs> all right. I'll roll randomly to see which of these decks I'll play. It'll be a surprise. See, so much better. The fans just like fucking lost their shit. Fuck that noise. I tell him (laughs) to just let us know what the decks are and we can figure out what to play. I wasn't very kind in my tone and I'll admit that the salt was pouring from my mouth and over the table. He reveals the first as Sisse, which I immediately ask if it's the CDH tutor chain list. He responds with whiny bitch voice. Well, it was competitive a year or so ago, but probably isn't anymore. My salt (laughs) crystals have doubled in size. (laughs) He reveals Brago and some mono blue garbage as the last of his decks. The decks don't matter. The game is forgettable. It's that he wanted to have his gotcha moment on commander reveal at the table that really salts my fries. Love the pod. Blue sucks. Thanks from the Midwest. Caller. Yo. Call me? Caller. Oh. <laughs> I it said like first time me. caller or something yeah. like that, you know? Uh, wow, yo. that's a fucking good one, man. Love the yeah. pod. Blue sucks. Thanks for the Midwest. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Call dude. me. <laughs> Call me. Uh, um, I mean, wow. we've said it before. You said it very well here. Don't fucking have a secret commander, dude. That's like so shitty. Not like a a shitty one. Like the only time I'll be happy when that happens is when Sam's like, oh, I'm playing uh, a secret commander and it's Gruul. And then he flips it over and it's Hans, the return of Hans. <laughs> then I'll be like, this is acceptable and welcomed. <laughs> I I will uh, throw a little shade at you, Tony. You do sometimes build decks secretly and then like choose to reveal them at the table, which I think I always is build a... the deck secretly, but I never hide the commander once we're like playing from you I guys. I think you've done it a couple times. When was this? Uh, He's lying, think, fans. I think you've He's done it literally a fucking times. lying. Uh, I think you've done it a couple of times, Tony. <laughs> I think you've done it a couple of times, Tony. Mm, mm. Um, I, I will say, though, even whether you've done it or you've not done it, if I'm misremembering, it's a very different vibe when you're doing it in like a play group of tight friends versus like being a random ass person at an LGS. Well, now I don't even know if we're friends anymore. I'm making bold claims about my <laughs> the decks that I make. This is betrayal! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. It is different. And I don't do that, so it's like fine, but <laughs> uh, it's just like shady. It's like yeah. it's against the spirit of the format, you know? Like genuinely, like we don't invoke the spirit too often, but genuinely but we do. <laughs> genuinely it is. It is against the spirit of the format. <laughs> and like this is an area where I feel feel comfortable invoking their name. Like that yeah. is that is, it's just kind of fucked, man. It's just a weird thing to be like, oh, well, I'm going to have this like gotcha moment. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, you're just you're just asking to get walked into a game that you just don't really want to be playing in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Braco, Braco Flicker decks are, generally speaking, like pretty insufferable. Even if they're low power, they can really, really pop off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could just be in a special mood for that or I have to like 
it's like okay you're bringing that i'm gonna bring my a game deck so it's like a fair fight but it's also that you're not listening to other people because normally when you get to the point that like you're hiding the deck is because you know people are going to be like, I don't want to play against it. Exactly. And so like now you're just hiding it so you can do it anyway. And you're not listening to like the feedback that you're getting from other players about like the types of game that they want to play. And like, sure, you're allowed to play what you want, make what you want, but you should still also like listen to everyone else around you. Like if you get to a point where now you're not revealing decks because you know that everybody fucking hates them, why you got to do that? You're starting it off wrong. You're starting yeah. off on the wrong foot and just like putting a sour taste in people's mouth before they're even allowed to like play the game, you know, at your core, you're being an inconsiderate opponent, which yeah. like, you know, we're all here to play a game. There is going to be a winner to the game, generally speaking, but it's about the friends you make along the way, baby. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't you, have to be about winning. You it kind of is. It's about the experience <laughs> and you just have to have that considerate nature towards your yeah. opponent you know like if you're sitting down to a game and you're like i'm gonna have a good time and my opponents aren't that fucking sucks man and mm -hmm. honestly i would throw out there that if this player sat down and said hey guys i have this sisse very powerful sisse deck it used to be like a pretty good cdh deck now you know i haven't upgraded it like it's it's a little bit out of fashion but it does have a combo win i would really love to play this deck tonight do you guys have something that could hit this power level and we could have like a game if you did that man like people would probably want to play you know what i mean like at least you've put it out there and and give them a chance they might not even be able to hang with it and they still could be like yeah, like I want to totally. see it. Like, just play it. Like, I can't, I can't match that because, like, I didn't bring something to match that. But like, fucking go for it, dude. If yeah, you man. crush me, like, you know why? But like, you know, like, do the thing. And, and like, I've had games like that where I, yeah. I had like a really powerful deck, and I was like, hey, this deck is really strong. Just so you know, like, it might not be a fair match, but like, I kind of want to play it. Is this something you want to play against? Do you want to see this? And I've had friends be like, yeah, dude, I want to see that deck pop off and like do some crazy shit. Like, let's let's play a match it'll probably be over quick and then we can just play like a regular one you know what i mean i think if you're very honest with like your intention in those moments with wanting to play those stronger decks you're more likely to be able to play it than trying to trick people and then being like nah i don't want to play against that fucking sissy brew dude it's like way too oppressive yeah a hundred percent i will say for the record uh fans somebody should snap that audio right there i'm pretty sure sam just admitted to enjoying pub stomping people um so you know <laughs> <laughs> Somebody clip that, clip that shit. Okay, thanks. Yeah, what I really like to do is make a noob cry. <laughs> if I don't get at least one tear from somebody yeah. in a game, did I even play Magic? Like, And sometimes I just skip the Magic game and I just fucking give them a wedgie and take their milk money, dude. <laughs> like, fucking enjoy oh having no God. milk with your lunch. And I'm going to have You know what, like, sucks? Have you ever gotten a a, a wedgie? I mean, like, not from, like, a bully. I've gotten wedgies from, like, my dad. Yeah. Even just like that. Yeah. I feel like they're so unpleasant. I've <laughs> never, like, had, like, a true bully be like, I'm fucking giving you a wedgie right now. But it's, like, happened. Like, you know, friends have done it. Quote. I'll put quotes around that. Friends have done it. Uh, but, like, it's they're super unpleasant. Anyway, I've never had my lunch money stolen, though. Uh, yeah, I've never had that either. Mostly bullies just were mean and yeah you know, they mostly just crushed my spirit yeah, yeah they mostly just like <laughs> yelled slurs at me and made me feel small yeah uh yeah. and like dumped, I, 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 had, I had someone dump food on my head one time and that really fucking sucked my god what kind of food 
it was like a bag of chips so it was mostly dry but oh, it was a bummer man lame. and it was on like halloween and i was dressed up like it was it was it was it was shameful shit yeah it was a uh, yeah fucking don't be a bully guys in my mind i like flashed to your cafeteria like small body of you but still your normal right now head <laughs> like beard and all and like somebody just took like a thing of like pasta and just like dumped it on your head <laughs> thank god it wasn't and pasta. you were just like sad even worse dude i was like peeing at a urinal like i was oh. like and and i had an awesome costume i got like a clifford the big red dog costume that was that was worse. <laughs> i thought you said it was awesome uh... wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> it was for a uh it was sized for a four-year-old and I like squeezed into it. So I was wearing this like tiny, like instead of being like full leg <laughs> pants, it was like shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like managed to like squeeze into it. And it was so fucking funny. And I was peeing at the urinal and these like five dudes come into the bathroom and one of them just like dumps chips on my head. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then they just left. And I was like, man, like it just put like such a bad taste <laughs> in my mouth for the rest of the day. I get yeah, fucking sucked, dude. For fucking sure. Bullies are pieces of shit. But yeah. Well, what do we think about the salt rating on whatever the fuck that posters was? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is high salt, man. This is wicked high salt for me. When somebody is being dishonest about their deck, when they're when they are purposefully going out of their way to be an inconsiderate opponent, fuck that shit, dude. That is mm. so shitty. I think that is like kind of the biggest thing that you can do. Like he's he is out. He's not out for blood. He's out for salt. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. trying to get that salt. He wants to pub stomp people. He wants to overpower them and have this be this like, haha, surprise. I'm playing a combo deck that you can't deal with. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's inconsiderate. Don't do this. And if people are doing it, try to just be like, hey, if you have a really high power deck you want to play, I'm down to play at that power level, but you got to be honest about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you I feel think, like it. It just kind of like it like takes the wind out of your sails, which is sad. Like I'm I'm like usually so happy to play magic to like sit down and jam, and I'm yeah. like this is gonna be great. And it just like totally deflates me when that kind of shit happens, and I I just don't like it. There's not much else to say there. It's it's high salt for me of like what they're doing. Well, is it that time of the week, Tony? I think it is that time of the week. Oh baby, lay it on me. What time is it? It's the time of the week where we say, Tony. Hey. Tony, 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 Tony. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week. Tony, this week. tell me the salty card. We're no strangers to salt. Oh, whoa. We get at least one card a week. A salty card is what I'm dreaming of. <laughs> you wouldn't get this from any other podcast i just want to tell you how i'm feeling no, i just want to sing never gonna salt you up i was gonna never say gonna, only gonna give you salt only, only gonna, gonna put you down you up only gonna put you uh, down only you gonna pull like... that stomp and crush you oh man now i'm gonna write a whole one i know well the thing is like <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to Rick roll him. But then you came in too quick. You normally come in like a little bit later. Got to keep you <laughs> on your toes, like, dude. Got to keep you on your toes, man. Well, I wanted it to go and then I wanted to Rick roll you so bad. But you know, yeah, anyway, 
The Celtic Guard of the Week this week. We used to, just for the listeners, Tony and I used to sing the song in our Literally acapella group. Uh, it's just, you know, it's how it be. It's yeah, it, it be. was a crowd blazer for sure. It was at like the peak of that shit. All right, Tony, <laughs> hit us with that salty card. All right. The salty card of the week this week is Triumph of the Hordes. Oh, dude. It's a great one. We haven't done this yet. I'm surprised. Nope. Two colorless green green until end of turn creatures you control get plus one plus one and gain trample and infect. Mm, yep classic pure classic so sam how does this make you feel not salty this card doesn't make me salty um i see why it makes people salty i think people tend to have i think your average player tends to have like a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to infect mm. and i know we've talked about this on the show a couple times we've had pat on for a couple like infect poison specials sort of and I think the real hate for Infect and Poison as a mechanic in general in Commander comes from Triumph of the Hordes. It comes from Tainted Strike. And every once in a while, it comes from like Scytherix or some of those other like big Infect creatures. Maybe an Atraxa Infect deck. But for the most part, it's really that salt is really housed in those two cards. Triumph is one mana shy of overwhelming stampede which is like the classic stampede effect gives one less of a plus one plus one plus two plus two versus plus three plus three and you know it's got this additional infect piece to it i will say it's a little bit pushed for what it does uh that probably could have been five mana and i think it would have still seen a lot of play and been fairly costed and it's an uncommon to me it kind of feels like a rare like if that was printed nowadays I think it'd be a little bit uh, more expensive or have a slightly higher rarity, but you know, it's a game ender. Generally speaking, it's not a card that's going to hit and tick up poison damage and you'll eventually lose. Usually it's a card that's going to hit and kill you. The problem is that when it does hit, it doesn't take a lot to get you just because that's how poison and in fact works. Um, I see the salt. I don't see this played too much. I used to have it in a couple decks uh, I just don't play it too much, but pr- pretty low salt for me overall. How do you feel about this, Tony? Well, interestingly enough, I I think I get it in some ways. There's a few cards on the salty cards list that we hit where it's just like, it feels like a lackluster end to the game. Yeah. Where it's just like all that. of a sudden somebody wins and it's because this like, oh, they got trample and like we're able to do 10 damage to, you know, the three other players or even just one player. And so I feel like that is part of it. But I find it interesting that you say you think it's pushed because I actually don't think that. Mostly because it takes 10 infect to kill someone. Yeah. I know that that remained the same in Commander. I actually, I, I don't know when this came out, but I'm actually curious if it was out like before Commander was really as big as it is. I know I've seen it in Commander a bunch. Yeah, it, it was printed in New Phyrexia, which I think was a 2011 set. Okay, so that, that's like a long time ago. Like Commander was definitely not as popular as it is now then. My main thing with it is that I don't think it's pushed because I view it as like in a single player format, right? Like, yeah, 
getting that in four mana to to give plus one plus one and trample and in fact like you would have to have a board presence like this is like totally oh, a yeah, finisher it's card plus one, plus in, one. Like, i think i said plus two plus two. Oh well you're just an idiot it's fine yeah uh <laughs> well but it also consider that it also gives trample and if you come in with a 10 10 and someone blocks with five two twos that's 40 commander damage yeah down. that's 40 and it's all poison <laughs> and it, you, you can actually then distribute that poison damage to all the other players uh, at the table triples broken <laughs> <laughs> but my main thing is i don't think it's pushed uh i don't find it that salty because also yeah. a lot of times I I'm almost happy when that sort of happens because it usually means that you had a big enough board state to like axe a bunch of if it's just one person and it's me that you're killing then I'm salty as fuck but if you've like ended the game I'm just like okay cool like you did the thing whatever fine let's like do another game yeah well I I think that's where a lot of salt for poison comes from is that it's very easy to knock out one player and it's a little bit harder to knock out three players. And yeah. a lot of games where poison is a factor end with one person getting knocked out pretty early. Like if if someone triumphs early on, takes out just me, yeah, I'm going to be salty because I'm going to be watching a game go on for a while. And I just saw you use one of your like haymaker cards to only take out one person. It's not like you're going to pull another triumph out of your ass unless you like recur it. If you took me out with it, I was totally innocent and I didn't do anything to you and you bullied me. Yeah, I exactly. clearly was a good person <laughs> yeah. to you specifically in that game. <laughs> I thought we were friends, dude. Yeah. Did you use that on me? Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see this. I, I, you're you're convincing me. I, I can see why this is on there for sure. Yeah, where uh, where do you think it lies on the list? Hmm, that's a challenging one. Here, you guess first this time, and I'll guess second. I don't think you get to guess. <laughs> I don't think you get to guess, Tony. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, for some reason I'm feeling like 68. Mm. How close am I? Where am I at? Are you sure that's your final number? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, I'm going for it. Let's do 68. Locked in. You should insert the like, uh, what's that fucking game show? Who wants to be a millionaire? Like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should actually get a clip of that and like and put it in. <laughs> have that be like how we do this now. Be like and have we really like, be like, what's your final? Is that your final answer? Yeah. And answer that always from now on. But it's ninety second. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That is much lower than I thought it would be. Mostly because I feel like people like infect just does something to players, but. I don't know. I also I also feel like Infect to some extent is a little bit of like a boogeyman in the format. Like I just mm. don't see those dedicated Infect decks as much as people complain about them. Yeah, um and I feel like sure. people are complaining about them less and less. So it's like you see it even less after that. Actually, this one I hand selected because I did the random number generator three times and I hit things that we did. So I was like, all right, I'm just fucking picking a card now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's the deal with the salty card of the week this week. Well, thanks, Tony. That was a great salty card. And thank yeah. you to our listeners out there for tuning into another episode of the Howling Salt My Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one. A little bit chaotic, a little bit uh, crazy with Tony and I in the gremlin zone. 
the gremlin zone. <laughs> the gremlin zone. Getting into the gremlin dome. <laughs> Fucking throwback there. Yeah. The real 30%. Yeah, now. Thunderdome episode, dude. This was our last time we like really went off the rails. <laughs> um, can't wait to edit this one. It's definitely going to be a super easy task. Yeah. Smooth as fuck. Smooth as butter, baby. <laughs> if you want more Howling Salt Mine content, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Howling Salt Mine. We have an extra bonus monthly episode. We have an awesome Discord. We have stray grains. There's definitely a bunch of stray grains that are coming out of this episode because Tony and I had a ton of tangents on this one. Um, so tune in, you know, come check it out, hang out with us in the Discord and play games with us once a month on yes. our like monthly game night, which we just did our first like official one and it was a huge success. We had like five pods going basically all night. So it was, yeah, like, it was fucking awesome. We had five pods firing from like 8 p.m. to like, I think the last pod finished at like 2 a.m. Like we finished at 2 a.m. because I was in it and <laughs> fuck you, beat. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I love beat. <laughs> and it, it is just, it's a really fun time. So if you want to come hang out, talk about cards, uh, chill with us, it, it's a great time. Also, if you have a salty story that you want to feature on a future episode, send it to us. Uh, the best way to do that is at our Gmail, which is thehowlingsaltman at gmail.com. Of course, as you've heard, patrons also get to submit episodes and get kind of a uh, a beeline into the show that way, a backdoor into the show, if you will. But also hit us up on any social media. We've got our link tree in the show notes our social media links in the show notes. If you want to DM it to us on Twitter, Instagram, or even Reddit, that is just fine too. Uh, give us your salt and we will gladly talk about it, especially those salty confessionals. Cause I really, I really feel for those ones. If you want to support us in another way, we have some merchandise that you can purchase at our bonfire store. The link is in the show notes for that as well. Got some great shirts out there with our logo, the podcast art, uh, we also have our borderless logo and our blue is a trash color for trash people shirt. And I think we'll be adding some more shirts to that soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Another thing you can do to help out the podcast is give us a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. Really does help out the show. Uh, it improves our visibility in the various podcast algorithms. And it helps people kind of find us in the wild, which uh, I think is really cool. The other day, I was actually clicking around through Spotify and was on like Commander Sphere and some other of those popular podcasts out there. And it was like other shows like this, Howling Salt Mine. Like, fuck yeah, dude, we're, we're fucking in there. We're up in your algorithm doing things. And lastly, we got a shout out our amazing podcast artist, JD Burnett, for our beautiful podcast art. If you are ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo. He's a lovely, lovely gentleman. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Well, that's it. That's it for the Gremlin Zone. Hey. <laughs> As always, stay salty and don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the Howling Salt The Howling Salt What up, bitch? What up? <laughs> What's up, dude? Duo boy app. That's Duo what's up. Time. People want it. They asked for it. Now they're going to fucking get it. Yeah, they fucking crave it, dude. They were like, when is this happening again? They're like, we need this in our lives. All we need is Sam to have a scheduling mishap, and it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ugh! <laughs>
Ja. Start screaming like Goku. <laughs> and <laughs> three episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> Now, like, now <laughs> we've been yelling so much that Zoom is like, fucking cut that out. Like, I didn't even hear that last yell you did. It was like oh, no. this background noise. <laughs> <laughs> that last one was a good one, too. That's too bad. Dude, when uh, I started, you talked about Goku and, like, and then we were talking about, and then I thought about, I've watched the Goku going Super Saiyan 3 for the first time video, like, so many times. And it's fucking five minutes. Like five minutes of Goku just screaming, getting to the next level. And And this is to go even further beyond. Yeah. Ah, What are you doing? (laughs) Goku, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Such a classic. I love it. It's what a. Like such a classic, pure classic. I got to fucking turn my AC back on. I'm sweating. I also got to pee.